0: Today's episode is dedicated to James Marsden, because every movie that I've seen him in, he always ends up single, and there's nothing wrong with being single. Oh my gosh, everybody, it's just the season, it's okay, but, (laughs) like uh he doesn't I don't I don't think he I think he uh is sad about it and I just you know want to dedicate an episode to him so uh yeah buddy no idea what your personal life is like it's probably great but as far as your characters and like most movies uh you know hope it worked out for you behind the scenes and thanks for uh listening to today's episode <laughs> good morning good night and good welcome to the Jamie Grace podcast hi I'm Jamie Grace and this show is all about bridging the gap between pop culture and mental health two things that I really love to talk about and in a few weeks we've got Valentine's Day coming up and I know that that can bring about a lot of emotions for a lot of different people but I want to make sure that you guys know that this episode is kind of dedicated to like a specific group of people I know I said it's dedicated to James Marsden but I know that a lot of uh, the listeners of the show and a lot of the people that I engage with on social social media um, are young women that are single and oftentimes came about listening to my music or my podcast when I was also single. So this episode is going to be like really specifically for the young women out there that want to be married, that want to be in a relationship, but you're not (laughs) likely going to have that be a situation by this Valentine's Day. That, That sounded way more like of a bummer than I intended it to. <laughs> but um, but I know that some of you guys might be dealing with that in a difficult way or it might be frustrating or annoying. And a lot of the married people in your circle might be kind of stressing you out a little bit. So hopefully this episode can be an encourager for you. But I should also let you know a couple things. Of course, this is going to be uh, – I'll mention some things that I would deem 18 and up. So listeners, you know, be mindful of that. And then also I want to make sure that I say that if, if you're not in a place – to kind of hear some, you know, sarcasm in a way as I talk about these types of things, then just keep that in mind because I'm a total goofball. Um, and I wanna encourage you, but I also wanna make you laugh and be that big sister to kind of bring some things to light if that is helpful for you as well. This episode won't be for everybody, I know that, but if it is for you, um, then, thank you for listening, and I hope that you are encouraged. So uh today's episode, we have a super exciting sponsor before I jump into these ten lies about your future husband that are probably keeping you single uh i want to tell you guys about a new app called glorify i'm actually checking it out right now on my phone so i'll show you guys what it looks like and it's a new app that really helps to uh grow in your daily walk with god and even if you are starting like this new year like okay i'm gonna figure this out see what this whole thing is that jamie grace mentions on her podcast sometimes you know um or maybe your parents are christians and you're like is this something that i want to check out or maybe you're saying a lot of stuff about Christians like on TV and stuff and you like y'all looking messy well (laughs) I want you guys to know that a lot of times humans can make stuff stressful (laughs) because humans are very flawed but something that's really really cool is the Bible it's the foundation and it's a great thing it's a great way to really get to the foundation of like who God is and develop that intimacy with him so this app is really cool because it has I like this middle tab the most it says today and you can see like a daily quote you can also also click on passage you can listen or read then it's got like a one-minute devotional it tells you how long this stuff is which is really cool and it's got a reflection which i already did which is why it has a little check mark it's this um i don't have it playing right now but it's like a beautiful background you can even like change the scene oh i to love that oh reflection. hey girl and she you can choose if it's like a guy or a girl reading it and they help you reflect and think on things so i really like that there's also a journal tab a prayers app a tab, <laughs> prayers app prayers app tab the prayers tab and a bible tab where you can read the bible and then there's also listen where there's mindfulness things and music as well so it's a really cool app thank you glorify for sponsoring the jamie grace podcast and if you like one month free of glorify plus make sure you use the code jamie glorify 101 check the description for exactly how to use this code how to get the app and again that's jamie glorify 101 okay so let's jump into today's episode guys i've got 10 lies about your future husband that are keeping you single, and we're just going to jump right into it. Number one, he will own a five-bedroom house when I fall in love with him. This is one that you may not, you know. This is not as common because a lot of people are totally fine with, like, oh, well, it could be a one-bedroom apartment, or you know, he can have a roommate. That's fine. Uh, but, but, like, let's go there for a second. A lot of times, we gauge the success of a human. We gauge the uh, mental strength, the emotional wellness. All these things based off of their living situation. And that is simply unfair. You know, we have to stop doing that just as a culture, as a whole, of just like, oh, well, the homeowners are like this, but apartment people are like this. Like, what? That's not cool. But especially when it comes to Christian culture and especially when it comes to single culture, there is no gauge of how great how wonderful how amazing or even how responsible a person is based off of their living situation now yeah some people are maybe irresponsible and their certain living situation can maybe be a reflection of that but the reason why i wanted to put this one first is because i specifically hear a lot of single young women getting very disgusted if a guy has a roommate or god forbid he even lives with his parents when the reality is that at least for me in my culture I didn't grow up in a culture where 18 years old, you moved out. I grew up in a culture where many people move back with their parents, even with their spouse and kids, even um, to save money, to help take care of their parents if there's illness. Um, I do think that, well, that's another conversation that I was going to go into, but I I won't, I'm stopping myself because I'm super mature. Um, (laughs) But it just frustrates me and, um, and it bothers me that people will regularly gauge the 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 greatness of a dude based off of where he lives and what his living situation is now again you can of course go on the flip side of that and be like well no 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 like <laughs> he lives in uh, his parents' house and like you know, has never tried to get a job or has no goals or his parents have been asking him to move out <laughs> you know that's a different situation but do you guys know how many people like i said have been able to save up to buy a house or have been able to support their family support their parents um or just get back on their feet by living with friends or family or a roommate so Keep that in mind. I am absolutely in love with my husband, and he did not own a home when we fell in love. And because of the status of Jamie Grace, if you will, some people would be like, "Oh my lord!" But like, no, I'm not interested in that messiness. And I never, I never really was particular about that kind of thing. I have a blog post coming out on um, in hallmark mahogany that goes a little bit more of my own personal feelings on that. So stay tuned for that if you're interested. Okay. Number two, he will always make a lot of money, have a lot of money and retain a credit score in the good to perfect range. So I, I hear a lot of people talking about this one too. Now I'm a huge nerd, actually me and my sister and both of our husbands, especially, uh, my sister's husband. Well, no, especially both. I don't know, it depends on the day. All four of us are pretty huge nerds when it comes to conversations about saving and investing and credit score. And uh, this is not a conversation at all of like what my opinions are, of like what the right thing is to do. But what I am saying is that it's something that we do talk about a lot, something that we know some things about and encourage each other and challenge each other in a good way. So it's great to to have these things in mind. It's great to know and understand these things. Even if you have opinions about them one way or the other, it's good to know. With that being said, to hold a person's worth or value based on these things is really sad and really heartbreaking my husband and i have both like throughout our marriage we've had uh seasons where this person's job was (laughs) bringing in a little bit more something something than the other person's job both of us we have it's gone back and forth um And it has never made me any less of a businesswoman or entrepreneur because his thing was taking off more than my thing in that season. You know what I mean? Um, When when you understand that going into marriage, like if that's a desire of yours, that you're going into it as a partnership, then you have to look at, at, at dating as not so much that you're going to join bank accounts when you're dating because don't do that. But you can't look at it as, well, this person needs to already have XYZ simply to be on my level. Because now you're placing things like money and credit um, to value and worth as a human. And that's absolutely heartbreaking. Now... Again, let's be mindful that these are important things to talk about and important things to bring up in premarital counseling. You know, um, at some point you have to learn these things, but let's talk about this. Some people... Some people at 15 years old, their parents have already given them a full rundown of like credit, taxes, investing. Some people don't learn these things until 25 or 35. And so, or 45, 55. And so when you're, when you're single and when you're, you know, getting out there and getting to know people, um, there is no right or wrong. When it comes to money and a house and what type of car and if it's paid off or if it's based off of credit, there there is no right or wrong that will dictate that person's character um, and who that person is as a kind human, especially as a follower of Jesus. There's so many caveats to that. But please stop posting those memes that say if he doesn't have this kind of credit score, then... He's not a good enough man because you can have a good credit score and be a jerk. You can have a whole lot of money and be a disrespectful human. You can have the biggest house and be emotionally manipulative. So don't allow those things to be the defining factors of a person. Number three, he will take all of the initiative if he's interested. So this is when that as Christian women, it gets a little messy because we're taught about the concept, hello microphone. We're taught about the concept of pursuing, like a guy pursuing, and not even just like Christian women, but even just like if we're talking like historically, you know, we 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 like these stories of like the man going off to war to. Prove that he loves the lady. Like it's all it's like so intense, right? And I'm all about like, you know, a lot of the beauty that comes in uh the traditional definitions of like, oh he's a gentleman, he opened the door. Like I, I love that. I think it's super cute, super sweet. But um bruh, some dudes are nervous. <laughs> some guys are awkward. Some of them don't have they don't they don't know what to say. They might say something dumb and they're still interested they might do something dumb all guys are gonna do something dumb at some point like dating engaged married they are dumb that's I'm just kidding <laughs> well I'm not kidding but all people do dumb things because humans are, are flawed but um to simply you know say like I I see this thing that's like a, a common phrase like if he wanted to he would yes That that is true. That is true to an extent. But it reminds me of when people look at women and say, if you wanted to have this kind of body, then you would just have the discipline to go to the gym and the discipline to eat XYZ. No, no. Uh, the entire concept of a fitness journey, the entire entire concept of becoming an entrepreneur, becoming an influencer, it's not just about discipline. There's mental health, there's emotional health, there is cultural uh, foundational constructs. There's there's so many different things. Like, have y'all I know a lot of people have a lot of opinions about Jerevan Hansen, but I'm just making a specific reference in there where I'm not talking about the whole thing as a whole as a full scope. He had so much anxiety that he, like Ben Platt, was too stunned to speak at so many moments in that film. And that is a depiction of the way it is for a lot of people in real life. So, I, yes, a man, a grown up man, <laughs> needs to be able to, like, speak his, like, understand his feelings and emotions and be in touch with him. Like, yeah, that's like, that's like, those are good things. But don't allow your entire concept of if he is interested to be defined by the grand gestures that he takes or the way he carries himself in social situations. It's totally unfair because if y'all were to gauge my maturity based on the way I carry myself in social situations, y'all would be like, oh, you have a child? (laughs) you baby you have a mortgage no <laughs> it, it would just it wouldn't make no sense um so yeah but then but then also number four it kind of counteracts that and it, it, it's it's uh, a lie that you could tell yourself is if he takes initiative he must be my husband right a lot of times we think like oh just because because if we go by the whole if he wanted to he would then it's like oh well if a guy then takes initiative this must be the one Right, if he texts me first, if he wants to follow me on Instagram, if he calls me first, if we go out on a date, like it's likely that the first person that you go out on a date with will not be your spouse. Uh, Maybe even the first person that you date for a few months will not be your spouse. Maybe that is your case, and that's super cool. That's similar to how it was with my husband and I, but we have to get out of the black and white thinking my therapist says this all the time to me because it's really easy to go there we have to get out of the black and white thinking that like well if he's interested he'll say something and if he says something then he wants to marry you and if he wants to marry you then you should take him up on that because he's single and cute and tall so pick him you know what no short king advocate here well okay so my husband's six three but my friend grace <laughs> wrote a song called short king advocate and it's on tiktok and it's really cute or er, i think it's also on spotify number five young ears if they're around let's go ahead and tune that down um is that he will be a child free virgin um and the reason why i bring this up in is because a lot of people especially if you are choosing to, uh, wait for certain, you know, romantic intimacy for marriage. Um, which was a choice that I made. I have a previous podcast episode on that. If you want to listen to it, I'm proud of that choice that I made. Um, my husband and I chose to wait together. And a lot of people will assume that like, Oh, well, if that's a choice that I'm making, he better be making that choice. Don't get me wrong. It's beautiful to hope for that and to want that. And if you, you know, there's a whole that's a whole nother conversation. But again, just please don't judge a person based off of their history, based off of their past. Don't judge if they are a good human in the present because you don't like what happened in the past. It's possible that they don't even like what happened in the past. But it's not like you're out here as like <laughs> like a like a like a stain-free agent. Ain't angel. So be it was supposed to be agent. And then, and I think because I said, or no, it was supposed to be angel. And then I, and then I almost said agent. And I think cause it's cause I said the word free It's like, oh, a free agent. And then I started thinking about basketball. What I'm trying to, uh, get at again, this is also in my Hallmark Mahogany article for next month. So stay tuned for that. Follow me on Instagram. I'll post links when it's live. Um, but I remember, uh, when I was single and <laughs> I would say things to people like, Like, yeah, like, it'd be fine with me, like, if my future husband had a kid and people were like, what? Like, you don't want no baby mama drama and all this stuff. I'm like, look, I understand that baby mama drama is a thing that is a phrase that we use in our culture. But first of all, like, what a disrespectful way to just presume that. Any woman that is no longer in a romantic relationship with the father of her child is going to bring drama. First of all, that's just a diss at women and we got to stop doing stuff like that. Um, Unless she is bringing drama, just don't assume she's going to bring drama. And then second of all, like... I don't remember what the second thing was, but it's just, it's so messy to just make so many assumptions about a person before you even meet them. And of course, of course, of course, of course, that is a totally different dynamic that comes into a relationship, you know, a couple of 20-somethings where there's a kid involved and the other parent is present and if that other parent is also dating as well, of course, there are different dynamics there that I will never claim to belittle or downplay or even understand But the fact that we are sitting over here is like 20-something, 30-year-old adults talking about if he has kids, I'm not interested. Or if he does not have like the same sexual history as me, we're not compatible. Baby girl, let me tell you a secret. When you fall in love, when it is a beautiful thing that is supposed to be happening, and y'all get married, and y'all have done the work, the premarital counseling, y'all are in a good emotional space, a good mental space, you have great boundaries with your friends and family and all these things, and y'all just had a big old wedding, and it's your wedding night, girl, if you think about his past baby girl you got some oh you got you could you need about six to eight more weeks of therapy individually that ain't on him that ain't on him that ain't on him he chose you baby get yourself together grace and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life amen hallelujah okay um number six um is every way another lie is every way he interprets the bible differently is wrong i so, again, uh, I know that I'm speaking to a lot of people that are in faith communities. One of the one of the biggest things that um, I hear people talk about, and and, and, and here, here we go, there are definitely bigger scopes of things where it is very healthy to have, you know, some base level things that we agree on, right? So, like, if you're like, if you're over here like, yeah, Jesus was brown and he was like, and he's like, nah, he was blonde with blue eyes, bruh. Like, for me, that, for me personally, that would be, like, a a Bible. Thankfully, my husband and I, see eye to eye on that. But but when we're talking about, like, if he's, like, oh, yes, you know, um, at my 30th birthday, my mother will bring, bringest thou a wine bottle that she has saved from when I was born, you know. And if you're, like, oh, you sinner, (laughs) you're the worst. (laughs) Like, baby, relax, relax your mind, free your mind, and the, I don't know the lyrics, but y'all get where I'm going. Just chill. Uh, number seven is uh, a lie is I can change him. Um, like, yeah, you, you actually can, you actually can change him. That's actually very possible. <laughs> we can all change each other, <laughs> but, but that, that is not foundations for dating someone. <laughs> like if you're thinking like, oh, well, he's a part of this denomination, but I'm a, <laughs> I'm, a I'm over to the, to the bright side. Uh, summon to the dark side. Is that the whiz? I don't know. Uh but like if, if that's what you're going into this relationship thinking like oh I can change him girl no no it the change that happens and number uh number eight is he will never change because people do change um and i also did an episode of that a few weeks ago it's about uh, it's called dating advice is told by frozen if you are if you like the movie frozen and you're dating someone then you should definitely listen to that episode but um the change that happens a lot of times is is um well that's such a complicated thing to to wrap up in a couple of sentences but the the change that happens in a romantic relationship is brought about by a healthy relationship accountability leading with grace and then sharing truth um it's 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 brought about by intimacy honestly um and that's why intimacy is so important not just sexual intimacy not just physical intimacy but emotionally and so um these things will happen right you will change your 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 morals your values it's that's not a bad thing you will find middle ground you will compromise on some things you will extend grace you will hopefully receive grace as well so change is possible but you never want to enter into a relationship thinking well this is dumb about him I don't like this about him I can change it or he will never change it so you have to be really mindful as you're getting to know someone that every single ounce of who they of who you're seeing in that moment that's who they are and you want to be able to embrace them for who they are Knowing that you will grow together, right? Um, I talked about this in my How to Date live stream that we did like last summer or two summers ago. But um, it's like you have to you have to start to understand like some of the things about a person that to you feel like hardcore, you know, non negotiable beliefs. Those those could be cultural beliefs. Those could be uh, their familial beliefs. Things that they plan to take into their future. Things that they don't plan to take into their future. Again, it's not all black and white. It's not all good or bad. Um, and I think that's just something to keep in mind. Okay, so I've got two more because it's a list of ten. So number nine is a lie that you could hear. I mean, this is like a whole list of lies, but like I must find the one. God, you know, better send me a sign. It'll happen when you least expect it, etc., etc., etc. A lot of people um, you know, hit me up and they they say, like, how did I know that my husband was the one, especially after being single for 83 years, and um this sounds so bad, like, to say at first, if you don't listen to the whole thing. I didn't know that my husband was the one. I, I wouldn't call him the one, but I chose him to be the one. Does that make sense? Like, it's a choice. It's not a, oh, this person is perfect, because heck no. That's a uh, Kristen Chenoweth tribute from the 1999 Annie. Um, I, I, I I made a choice. I, I, I got to know him over text, and then over the phone, and then... In person and on Facetime, and we were both just feeling the same thing and emotional and excited and happy and annoyed and then honest and then transparent and graceful, gracious um, and forgiving and all all the things. Right? We just kept making a choice, and every day I choose him to be the one. So that's not to say like oh, just go pick somebody off the street <laughs> and they could be the one, but technically. <laughs> there's not some you know i don't know if you guys play like sims or vr reality games or vr virtual vr vr headset vr headset games or anything like that you know you see all these like little diamonds above people's head in sims right and then or like in vr headsets like you have the little the little line that wherever you want to go and then you push the controller, then you end up there. That's not how real life is, whether it's simulation or not. Like we don't see these little lines and we're just waiting for them to align or waiting for the diamond to turn a certain color. Like that's, it's not a game, right? A, there's not a, a level to reach, you know, marriage is not the goal. Um, it's, it's a part of the journey. It's a different season and seasons continue to go and flow and change and be beautiful so we have to think of it less in the mindset of like, I got to find the one, you know? Like, that's stressful. Because what if you pick the wrong one and then you're like, oh no. It's likely that you didn't pick the wrong one. It's likely that he just said something really dumb and now you're doubting. <laughs> what I mean, it happens to every married couple, like a couple weeks or months in, you're like, oh no. And, I, and that's not a specific timeline. I don't even remember when Aaron and I had like our first... Major disagreement where, <laughs> where I was like, oh, he dumb, dumb, and it's not that my husband is dumb. It's that he, again, humans are flawed. I'm sure he was thinking, oh, she dumb, nah. He was thinking I was cute. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm being goofy right now. I want to get to number ten because there's a thing that I want to share. Um, a lie that you could tell yourself is that dating is easy. If you think dating is easy, congratulations, but it's not it's really difficult. It's really challenging. And I hope I hope that the married people in your life are validating that for you. <gasps> hey FedEx, is that for me? I hope no. He's like they usually park this way if it's for me. I'm not expecting anything. I was just hoping. Um dating is really challenging. And it's really difficult. And it's really beautiful. It's really awesome. <laughs> and you don't ever stop dating, right? Um Like I said, it's based off of intimacy. It's based off of that one-on-one conversation. Today, today Aaron and I were in the car together for um, the eight-minute drive from my parents' house back home. He was dropping me off before he went to work after we dropped off the baby at their house. And he and I have not been in the car, just the two of us, and who knows how long, because – our lives have gotten so busy and the pandemic has been really challenging and work has been a lot for both of us and we were in the car for eight minutes and we played each other's songs like <laughs> only like half of the song that we've been like wanting to share with each other because we're both huge music nerds and to me like a lot of people might think like oh, no, oh he's coming this way a lot of people might think like uh oh my gosh like you know, a date is where you dress up and you go out to a fancy restaurant. I don't know why everybody on the internet is dissing Olive Garden. Olive Garden is nice. I like that though. Alfredo on the cheesy ravioli. Don't get up with the red sauce. Get up with the Alfredo. Uh, Like to me, the Olive Garden is like a date night, but no, that eight minute car ride playing each other, these songs that we've been listening to, like that's intimacy. That's us finding things that we have in common and choosing to spend that time with each other like choosing to connect and just have fun um and that was amazing but also it's really hard to find that time and you can start to feel disconnected when you don't have that time and dating as a single person can be so challenging because time is so challenging to find and to choose right So the last thing that I want to share with you guys for anybody that's listening and you're like, yeah, 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 I wrote this for you guys. I wrote it it because I want to make sure I don't mess it up. Um, A lot of you guys ask me, well, then how do I date, right? I've never been in a relationship. I've taken a break from dating. I'm in a pandemic, Jamie Grace. (laughs) Like, where do I go from here? So I I wrote this for you guys um, on how to date. Uh, Start conversations with people who seem cool and or welcome conversations from people who want to talk to you. Share a meal together, get together with friends, go roller skating, go to a concert, play a board game. VR headsets are also a great option, pandemic or not. Ask intentional questions. Share about yourself in an honest way and allow your feelings to exist. Process these feelings in your own quiet time with mature, solid couples and maybe even a mentor or a therapist. Continue to get to know the person. This is called dating. Dating. And at some point, someone will share their feelings at the risk of not knowing exactly what the other person will say. From there, it's all about trust. It's all about grace. It's about knowing your value, protecting yourself, and learning to welcome a new human into your life. As you wait for the day, you choose the same human every single day. I wish that were that simple it it is and it isn't it's messy and challenging and difficult and beautiful but i hope that this has given you a little bit of hope a little bit of encouragement to carry you through valentine's day (laughs) the next couple of weeks months and years um and yeah i just want to thank you guys for listening to the jamie grace podcast One of the things that I've found pretty difficult about having a personality where people often hear you talking and laughing and rambling about some of your favorite things is that when you're not really in the mood to talk and laugh and have a good time, it's hard to tell people that you don't want to talk because you don't want to talk. I've had moments where I start to just emotionally withdraw because I am so outgoing and having such a good time with friends or on social media and then when I'm by myself or when I'm about to fall asleep at night, I'm overthinking and I'm overanalyzing and I'm stressed out. You guys, I am so grateful and I feel so privileged to have grown so much, especially in these last four or five years when it comes to my own mental health and my own emotional wellness and taking care of myself and one of the main ways that i do that one of the main ways that i show up weekly is by going to counseling if you've ever considered going to counseling if you've ever considered talking to a therapist i hope that you can consider this as one more nudge in that direction and i hope that you will give faithful counseling a try Faithful Counseling is a website where you can text with your therapist, you can do a video chat, or even a phone call. And you can even talk to a couple of different therapists until you really find somebody that you connect with and someone that, you know, kind of understands you. They can talk to you about faith and spiritual things, but also about anxiety and stress and anything that you want to talk about or learn more about. You can talk, you can listen, whatever makes the most sense for you. So if you're struggling with anxiety, loneliness, or frustration and you want a safe space, you should consider giving Faithful Counseling a try. You can go to faithfulcounseling.com/slash Jamie Grace and get 10% off of your first month. The link is in the show notes, but again, that is faithfulcounseling.com slash Jamie Grace. All right. So before I let you guys go, I just want to give a couple of shout outs. If you don't know, this show is only made possible because of the community over at Patreon. So I want to say thank you. Give a couple of shout outs to Paul and Tara of St. Louis, Grace M, Janelle Bean, Priscilla, Andrea, Esty, Millie Z. I think she just joined like two weeks ago. uh, Vanessa in Florida. What up? Snipes, uh, Stephanie in Pennsylvania, Danae, Andrea, Samantha, and Kenya. Thank you guys so much for joining the team, for sponsoring the show. uh, Patreon.com com slash Jamie Grace if you want to figure out how you can help my music and my podcast stay alive it means a whole lot to me I will see you guys next weekend I'll see you on social media at Jamie Grace H um okay bye Hey thank you thank you so much for this my backup. Bye you and Papa. Bye bye but you too I'm changing my music. This is Leslie, back.